Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Do you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time at Locked On Network on Twitter. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going great. Every team has played one game of football and two have played an extra. And so we have a little bit of, you know, what do these rookies look like in their pads? And, you know, an idea of what's going on. So I'm pretty excited about that. Football is in full force. And as you mentioned, to start the show that, uh, that locked on, um, uh, fantasy thing that's going on Wednesday evening, I'm going to be a part of, so check it out and I will try to do my best to answer all your questions. Sounds great. Looking forward to that for sure. Uh, Matt, it was, it was a great weekend for me. I was up in Canton, Ohio for the Midwest fantasy expo. I met our our teammates there, Marcus Mosier and and Kate Majuk. I'd met Kate before. It was it was great to meet Marcus. We were we were missing missing you though. We we thought we might even record a live locked on, but <laughs> I was there the weekend before. Yeah, yeah. We, it's actually not that far from me. I probably should have gotten more involved in that. We we missed you, but but it was good to uh, to meet up with uh, with the other side of of Locked On Dynasty. And I know Marcus and Kate yesterday on their show started our team preview series for the 2021 season. We're going to continue that today and uh, we will continue that throughout the uh, really throughout the rest of the offseason leading up to uh, the first NFL game coming up here in in just about a month. I can't wait for that. I know yesterday they talked about the Cardinals Rondell Moore was one of those one of those players that was pretty impressive over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about another one of the impressive rookies tomorrow. Uh, but today, Matt, we're going to start with the Atlanta Falcons. Let's take a look at this team. Of course, Matt Ryan back at quarterback. There was some some thought maybe he wouldn't be, but here he is and, and maybe even potentially locked into a two-year stint there uh, to yeah, maybe finish out his career. We'll see. They signed Mike Davis to be their running back. To their starting running back, Calvin Ridley, is looking like their wide receiver one now. Of course, they traded Julio Jones. Uh, that leaves Russell Gage likely as the wide receiver two. And probably the big addition here, the most noteworthy, is they draft Kyle Pitts with that top five overall pick. He's the tight end. Before we get to to these specific situations, what, what's kind of your overall take on this Falcons team? They've, they've been bad for a while, Matt. They have, and, and I feel like they're really not in no man's land, but a little bit in limbo right now. I mean, the salary cap has been a big obstacle for them without question. Um, I am very excited about the new coach. Coach Smith, I think, will have a, a massive positive ramifications. Maybe they actually start winning some close games. But I just think that they're kind of in that rebuild mode, but with an old quarterback, defense needs a lot. Moving on for Julio is a heartbreaker, and I think that kind of precludes them from being a contender this year. Uh, they have invested in the O-line, though. I just think this is going to take a couple years till it truly takes shape with Arthur Smith. Yeah, that's that's probably probably the, the dose of reality Falcons fans 
uh, don't want to hear. I, I'm still excited right. about the offense, at least from a fantasy perspective. I mean, we could see Matt Ryan lead the league in, in pass attempts. I don't think that's crazy. Everybody seems to expect a, a, a big jump from Calvin Ridley with Julio gone. And, of course, the expectations for Kyle Pitts are are outrageous as well. Um, <laughs> they really are. I want to talk about a, a player I don't think we've talked about at all this entire offseason. He's, he's kind of the forgotten man here, R- Russell Gage. You know, last year Julio missed a lot of time. Obviously, Pitts wasn't there yet. Ridley really stepped up and, and – um, became the clear go-to in this offense. But but Russell Gage was no slouch either. He had had a couple of games where he was a wide receiver one. So he was he was a top 12 scorer in two games, a top 24 scorer in three other games. So he gave us five games where he was a solid fantasy starter. He finishes the season as the wide receiver 37. Uh, so just outside that that wide receiver three range, still just 25 years old. But his ADP, according to DLF, is is just wide receiver 59. So, like I said, there's big expectations for Ridley, big expectations for Pitts. Is there enough left for Russell Gage? And and if so, is he a long-term asset or, or just a Band-Aid? I think he's more of a Band-Aid, but they have so many needs. I try to look ahead to what are they going to be doing this upcoming offseason Maybe receivers down on the list. I mean, they could be in the market for a young quarterback. The whole defense needs things. So maybe it is a little longer than I I would initially expect with his profile and pedigree. And I'll be honest, I'm like many of our listeners probably, I sell him short time and time again. If you're right that Matt Ryan could be near the league leaders in past attempts, I think that absolutely favors Gage quite a bit and maybe even make some a wide receiver three, four slash, you know, like borderline between those two. I do think Smith wants to run the ball a lot, but I don't know that his defense will allow him to do that late in games. Yeah. All good points there. I think Gage is one of those guys who's being undervalued in dynasty. You actually see him, uh, in my opinion, at least being valued appropriately in redraft leagues. He's, he's being given some credit mm-hmm. in those redraft leagues. So maybe that's, maybe that kind of answers the original question that, yeah, he is, he is just a bandaid, even though he's relatively young, still not necessarily someone we should expect to get uh, two or, or three years production from, but just view him as, as that short term uh, producer. And, but with that ADP again, wide receiver 59, I think you can pay that price, and and I think in trades he's probably even cheaper than that. If you if you need that that fill in, if you need that last flex guy, it might be Russell Gage. It's a good point. I mean, especially in trades. I mean, he almost seems like if you're working a pretty big deal, you could probably get him as a throw in. And very few throw ins am I comfortable Sunday morning checking the box to start him for a week or cut or two, and I'm comfortable putting him out there in my starting lineup. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, again, we've talked so much about Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. We've hit on Mike Davis quite a bit this this offseason. So I wanted to get your thoughts on Russell Gage. Matt, when we come back, we will take a look at the Buffalo Bills. First, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including 
Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 50%. You're going to use our locked on, locked on promo code, locked on, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Matt, we are back. We're uh, continuing our 2021 team preview series. This just started yesterday. We're going to take a look at all 32 teams before the season kicks off in just a few weeks. We've just finished talking about the Falcons and specifically Russell Gage. We're in in agreement on him. Nice value right now, but don't expect a, a lot over the long term. Let's move over and talk about the Buffalo Bills. Of course, a huge season last year. Uh, really took over the the crown as in the AFC East. Finally got over that hump with, with Tom Brady gone from New England. Uh, I know it was a great year for Bills fans, but really a little a little disappointed at the end of the season. We'll see if they can get over that hump this year. Of course, a big piece of that is this offense turned into a, a pass-heavy offense with Josh Allen and a new receiver, new a year ago, Stephon Diggs, really taking the leap together. It, it was pretty impressive to see. Oh, without question. And I've had the extreme respect for this organization, coach, GM, since this whole staff has taken over. And they built it the right way. They built it to last. And then they add pieces like Stephon Diggs, you know, the icing on the cake and yeah, more than icing. I mean, that's beautiful chocolate frosting or whatever your favorite thing is. And I think Kansas City and Tampa are the best teams in the league. But Buffalo might be three and easily could knock those, either one of those guys off or both and be ready to take that step and be truly elite. Um, I mentioned the GM coach. And if you mix in quarterback, I'm not sure that there's a better trio in the league at those three extremely important positions. I don't know that Allen can continue to get better as he has every year. I mean, it's the steps forward he takes year to year are massive steps. I, I'm sure that'll, you know, plateau a little, but this is a really, really strong organization. Yeah. You mentioned the coach and, and I would, I would add on, it's not just the coach, it's the coaching staff. They were able to retain Brian Dable who, you know, he probably should have gotten a head coaching job, uh, yeah. but but didn't happen. He's back as the OC. That's good news for Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and the rest of the team. We're confident with those two. Not not many questions with Allen and Diggs. For me, where the question lies is this wide re- wide receiver two spot. Uh, last year, we saw Cole Beasley at, at age thirty one have really one of the best seasons of his career. Gabriel Davis was also a nice producer as a rookie. And then this offseason, they go out and sign veteran Emmanuel Sanders, who a lot of dynasty players especially, I think, have, have given up on. In fact, I've, I've seen mm-hmm. him hitting some, some waiver wires even in some of my leagues. He is 34 years old. His ADP is all the way down at wide receiver 89. So that, that does show that uh, not, not just a few, maybe a bunch of dynasty players are giving up on this guy. But the camp reports have been good, 
and and I think he's got a pretty good chance to be the the wide receiver too from a a fantasy production standpoint on this team. Like I said, 34 years old. Beasley's 32 years old. The other questions that that go along with Cole Beasley at this point, we're not even sure if he will be in the NFL. We're not sure if he will even be on this team. He's he's a cut candidate. I think even separated from all the uh, vaccination discussion. Uh, so Gabriel Davis is the guy we want long term. I think that question and, and answer is pretty easy. But just for this year, who's the wide receiver two on this team? It's interesting because as much praise as I gave this team and how good this offense is, it's not a very fantasy-friendly offense. You know, running backs, tight ends. I mean, there's two guys that run the whole show, and they're awesome, but they don't spread the wealth all that well for fantasy reasons. So this is a great question. I do think a true slot like Beasley is very important in this in this uh, offensive strategies that they run. And I think he can hold on for another year. He was quite good last yeah. year. But you just have to monitor, you know, what's his status here and all that. You said that well. I don't disagree with you on Gabriel Davis as the long-term hold, but Matt Harmon does a little bit. And I always go that direction with, with Matt because he just, with his studies, Davis is not strong off press coverage. I mean, he's kind of a run, one-trick pony, and if he doesn't improve in that area, he might just always be a hit-or-miss type of deep threat. So, uh, to answer your question, I think it's Sanders this year. I think it's Sanders as well. Um, it, it, he's, anex- he's so good. Yeah, he is still good. He is still good. Someone had a list recently on Twitter. Uh, I wish I could remember who it was, but it listed – the 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 past 10 quarterbacks that uh, Emmanuel Sanders has played with and outside of Drew Brees who I guess you could argue how good he was towards the end of his career as, True. As, a, point. As, right. as a as a passer um wasn't a hall of famer level right right he had certainly had dropped off by that point but outside of Drew Brees the list was very ugly so um I think being paired with a, a good quarterback with a big arm, it, it, it's obviously it's good news for, for Manny Sanders. I, I love the value that he provides. Uh, again, wide receiver 89 in Dynasty, still pretty cheap. If, yeah, if you're out yeah. there doing redraft leagues, he's still cheap there as well. Uh, I was able to grab him recently in, in a couple of those that I've, that I've been doing. Um, we got, we got a minute here. I want to, let's move over to the running back position because it's, it's just as cloudy as this wide receiver two spot. I know you've said before on here that you're a Zach Moss guy. I know we're still early in the preseason, just one game in, we we've got some time left, but this just still seems really messy. It doesn't seem like, uh, either as either Moss or Devin Singletary is separating from each other. I still feel like it's probably going to be Josh Allen leading this team in in rushing uh, from a from a touchdown perspective. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I I, I bought up Moss in the off season with the thoughts of I liked him a lot coming out of school. He does everything well. Maybe he's not a master of any of those areas, but good in protection, tough. I uh, watched him a lot with the Steelers in mind, actually, when he came out. Thought he'd fit them well and fits Buffalo well. And then he got injured early in the season. And so many of the rookie running backs last year just took so long till the teams really trusted him. 
I'm not sure that Moss got a fair shake, but I wish I was hearing a little more buzz. Yeah, there there hasn't been really much buzz at all. I know Singletary uh, had had a decent game. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he, I believe he scored a touchdown in that in that preseason debut. But again, you, you know how how much do we factor that in? I think we have to be careful with that. Um, and I'm still worried about the injuries with Zach Moss, honestly. So I know, like I said, I he's know, never going to be special. Yeah, I mean, we know he's never going to be special. Right. You know, right. He he he's still cheap enough though that that you can you can buy him up. You can take a shot. But I think your point on the Bills' offense as a whole is a good one. It's it's Allen and Diggs and everyone else. Those two guys are dominating this offense. Uh, and more than maybe any other offense in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and a good one. Well, right. Adam Adams and Rodgers, but even they have Aaron Jones. They have Aaron right. Jones at least. Uh, right? Yeah, Tanyan's at least a startable tight end. Yeah, good point. I don't know. Is this team trading for Zach Ertz? Is that ever going to happen? Seems like that would have happened by now. I agree. I agree. And I don't know that Arts that wouldn't move the needle for me either way. I mean, I I don't think Arts has any left. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Matt. When we come back, we will finish up our Falcons and Bills preview. All right, let me take a chance here. You know, a little time out of our to talk about RockAuto.com. Um, they've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, in a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how how did you hear about us box. They know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Folks, do you know that 85%, 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising when you think about it? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who have more tools and more time. You really don't stand much of a chance. So, introducing introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player, you, in control of winning within reach. Uh, here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes. Winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. I love all the different ways you can play, too. I mean, there's tons of options that you need to look into. It's awesome. And you are in total control. Uh, Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. So this is what you got to do. 
Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, all one word, stathero.com slash locked on. Thanks so much. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. Matt, I thought it would be a fun way to finish up this look at the Falcons, the Bills, uh, with a little mock draft, so we're we're going I like to draft. This idea. Yeah, we're, we're drafting, but we're only drafting from these two teams. It's of course from a dynasty perspective, and we'll we'll make it super flex just for fun. Ooh! So again, some that of, throws a wrench in things. Okay, the, the names we're talking about here, of course, Matt Ryan, Mike Davis, Calvin Ridley, eh, maybe Russell Gage. We'll see. Kyle Pitts, Josh Allen, the pair of, of Bills running backs, Moss and Singletary, Stephon Diggs. And the wide receivers we looked at today, Manny Sanders, Gabriel Davis, and Cole Beasley. Matt, you get the number one pick. Who's your guy? I didn't know this was going to be super flex, and I was a little bit dreading the first overall pick. I didn't think it was a slam dunk, but now it is. I'm taking Allen quarterback bills. Yeah, that's an easy one. I I made it easy on you. Uh, You did. You can have you can have your choice of first or second tomorrow when we record this then because you were nice to me. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, you've got <laughs> you've got Allen. Um, let's see. I think I'm I think I'm I'm taking the two and three pick. We're snaking this. And oh, okay. I didn't know you were doing that. To uh, me. All right. I'm gonna Fair enough. I'm gonna give you the big advantage at quarterback if you want to go that way. I'm gonna take. I'm going to take a pair of wide receivers. I'm taking Calvin Ridley and Stefan Diggs at the two and three spot. Uh, I think those are, are the two biggest talents, both going to give me something right away and for the next couple of years at least. You got a little off the hook there, though. What if you only had to take one of them? <laughs> That's true. I, I grouped them together. <laughs> um, right. Man. In, in Dynasty, if I only get one of those, I, I, I still prefer Ridley. You know, uh, Okay. A little okay. bit younger, not much younger than Stefan Diggs, but a little bit younger. Um, yeah, they're they're close. They're close. Yeah, okay. Well, am I getting two here then? Yeah, you get two of these guys. I think I know who it's going to be. Yeah, Pitts is an easy one for me. I mean, that, that's a steal in, this, in my opinion. And I'm going to take Matt Ryan. I mean, he's two or three years of starting caliber quarterback. He doesn't run, but he's productive enough for super flex. All right, it, this this is where we hit the uh, we hit the tear break for sure. We'll do eight picks all together, and it's not great from here. We said in this show that we like Russell Gage for this year. We like mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders for this year. I think I'll take Mike Davis though. I like him for this year. I don't I don't know if he's given me much beyond that, but I'll, I'll take the running back, Mike Davis. I think he's the obvious seven here. Oh, I'm sorry. That was six. I would say I think he's the obvious number six, Davis, for me. Yeah, that, that's and um, just in case, just in case you uh, wanted to get all your guys, I'll take Zach Moss as well. Seven finishes off here. Who are you taking to end this thing? 
I think I'll wrap it up with Russell Gage. Um, if you're not sure why, rewind 20 minutes and we'll tell you all about it. Okay, Gage over, Gage over Gabriel Davis is interesting. You're buying into what Matt Harmon has said, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. that, that's, that, Gage is more useful right now. It, yeah, true, true. All right, so that mock draft, again, just to give you a, a quick idea of how we're feeling about the dynasty value of these players, again, drafting from the Falcons and Bills rosters, it went Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Matt Ryan, Mike Davis, Zach Moss, and Russell Gage. I'm kind of hoping our, our two teams tomorrow give us some more options than, than these guys. <laughs> it, it needs to be a little cleaner than this, a little better than this. That's it for today's show, though. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.